Wait until the reaper takes my life Never gonna get me out of life I will live a thousand million lives My patience is waning Is this entertaining? My patience is waning Is this entertaining? Oh, what a good intro. Hello, welcome to Off The Bench AFL Supercoach Podcast. We're a couple of average Supercoach players talk about the ins and outs of the AFL Supercoach. I'm Michael, a.k.a. Lord Raxo. And I'm Oscar, a.k.a. Smart Swans. Smart Swans. This is an early edition where we are going to briefly go through the players and the structure. Now, before we dive into any diving... We are called Off the Bench. Can you explain that? So basically, Off the Bench is just, we are pretty average, like top 10,000 maybe, last year, top 20,000. True. So nothing yep. great. Yep. But we love Supercoach, so we've created this podcast yep. as we are on the bench, trying to get off the bench, speaking our minds off the bench, and hoping that anyone listening is also trying to get off the bench with us. That's true. We're just, you know, we're not your, uh, you know, I'm in the top 1,000 and then I'm just trying to get into the top 500 or the top 300. You know, mostly we're just like, oh, when did I finish that year? I'm just having a, I'm having a quick jump in. What did you finish last year, Ask? I finished 19,233. I finished last year 24,483. Yeah, you so. smashed me. 5,000 places. What are we going to talk about today? I think we'll just briefly go over some players. Yeah. And, yes, obviously there's new rules in the game and new super – well, not many new super coach things, but, mm. yeah, basically just some new rules and whatnot. So, mm. should we dive into some players? Yeah, just let's talking. do that. Yep. Yep, I have. Have you made a team? I've made a team, mm. made a few team ideas, but I'm mm. not going to say anything yet. I think mm. we should do a later podcast revealing our teams. Okay, sure. So, yeah. To begin with, um, let's just go through the defense, the top six. I'll list them out: Jack Sinclair, James yep. Sicily, Tom yep. Stewart, Sam Doherty, Jordan Dawson, and Shannon Hearn. Off the bat, anyone pique your interest? I I'm, I really struggle with paying over six hundred grand. I know, but for a defender. And then no the one good under. Well, there's Witherden, but he can't play football. Like, <laughs> if I'm being honest, he's not. Oh. He oh. can, but if you've seen, oh. no. Um, the only kind of players I was looking at, were like a Jake Lloyd, Remy rebound season, but he's just not in it anymore. Same with Jordan Ridley, he could have a rebound season. Nick Dacos is a pretty good shout, yep. but. Don't know where it's going to be played at the moment. Yeah. Probably off the halfback flank or on the wing, but we'll have to see. Yeah, I'm I, I'm looking at Adam Saad, you know? Yeah, Saad. How old is he last Averaged year? 103 last year. He's priced below 600,000. He's 567,900. I quite like the look of that. Yeah. Jordan Dawson. Oh. I'm only I'm only like about Jordan Dawson. You know why? Yeah. Can you explain it? Betrayed us. Well, we're both Swans fans, and he moved to Adelaide from the Swans. But 
I have the jinx. Oh, yes. Um, in addition, anytime my dad has a favorite player, they always move. Um, he was a Tom Papley. He didn't move, but he almost moved to Carlton. Almost moved. Zach That's Jones right. I moved just to St Kilda. Yep. Um, who else has moved? Is that? I, I think that's it. You're still having a favourite player. No. Well, there was. Uh, it goes back to Nick Malcheski. Nick Malcheski moved to Gold Coast. Yep. There was. We've already said Zach Jones. We've already said. Uh, Jordan Dawson, who was mine, and then there was another one. Anyway, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. Um. <coughs> so this is what I've done, right? Yep. I've gone because I don't want to be paying. I'm not sure if I want to be paying over 600k, but there are no good options in defence that are under 600k. Mm. In the top six, I'd say I want to immediately rule out Shannon Hearn and Sam Doherty. Okay. I'm just not looking at either of those as options. Okay. Sicily, he was fairly consistent. Dawson was consistent until the last game where he got a 75. Tom Stewart got injured twice, which for some reason his price is still really high. Yeah. Uh, Sinclair, 630K, I just can't bring myself to pay that much. When you have players in the midfield like Jack McRae, who's that price and could go well beyond mm. like 5, 10 mm-hmm. points high on average. Mm-hmm. So I'm not – I wouldn't go him. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at Sicily. Stewart and Dawson, mainly Stewart and Dawson. I always don't go Stewart, but I think I should go Stewart. Currently, I've only got two premium defenders and then a mid-pricer. So going fairly weak, I won't go too much into it, but what are you thinking? Two premiums and then one mid-pricer. And the premiums are both over 600. Mm. Okay. So you're, you're looking at Stewart? And Dawson. Yes. Mm. They're the main two who I've... Yeah, just over 600. Pick my interest, yeah. Yeah, I, qu- I quite like that. Um, Sicily and Sinclair, but too far over. Last year, 2022, was definitely the year of the mid-prices where... Yes, that is true. Which is usually where you have to stay away, but last year you had to have them. Last year you just threw it on its head, so that's all a bit confusing, don't but you But, yeah, now it's like, mm, this year. Mm. So, I'm going to get into... A few of the mid prices, if you don't mind. Okay. Elliot Yo, mm. priced at three hundred thirty-seven thousand. Yep. He seems like a bloody good shout. Yep. Um, he like in former Super Coach teams, I've had him as a primo, a starting primo. Right. Last and season he was injured in and out. There's some other mid-prices. Yep. From Geelong, Jack Bowes, not Bowie, not Jake Bowie. Mm-hmm. They're very similar names. Yes. Jack Bowes. Um, Geelong fought for him a lot. Mm. They really wanted him. Even like they traded a high draft pick for him. So they obviously got some role in mind. And at 277, 500K, he yep. could be all right. Um, who, yeah. who who did you say you're not going to take? Out of the top six in defence, yeah. Top six wise, yeah. Um, my immediate nose are Doherty and Hearn. Hearn and Doherty, they're both getting a bit old. I don't trust what Hearn did last season. Okay. Especially with Yo coming back into the side, it seems like as a 
almost yeah um like starter kind of player yeah yeah i'm just not yeah no i've well i've just put them into my side then all oh, right i'm just building my team as you're talking so you've put the plays who i don't want yeah into your side yeah because that's yeah well, it's right. early days yeah 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 makes <laughs> sense real quick some people who i miss out on the defense who are some talking points yeah brayshaw from melbourne for me not quite okay he might be he's yeah. on my list yeah of maybe players so luke ryan yeah. i know he burned you last year yeah but he could still he could do something um he could have a re rebound year like lloyd and um ridley isaac cummings Giants have been keen on him for quite a bit. I think I've thought about him for quite a bit each year. He's kind of an awkward price now, averaging I think 90-something last year. Also, Harry Himmelberg. Mm. Really depends on his role under the new coach. Yes. I mean, I never like to take the top player on any line because it scares me. I was thinking, I was going to thinking Oliver. Okay, the second top player. Yes. 699, 800. At least I've it's below never, 700. I can't think of one super coach here mm -hmm. where I've had Oliver. Not yet, not started, but had Oliver full stop. Right. I've never gone for him. And whenever he's played against me, whenever he's captained, he bangs it out. And I want that kind of firepower in my team. And he's now being hit to by both Grundy and Gorn. Yep. So that's why I'm looking at him. If you're going to look at a team that you think is going to do well, super coach wise, this year, super coach wise, well, it often it translates super coach. Well, not always, but it often su su well, translates form and super coach. Well, yeah, Geelong and Swans had pretty bad super coach, but played well. So, oh, okay. So, um, I'll list out some teams. Carlton last year, but yeah. not this year. I'll say that. Why? Well, the team's getting a lot older. Yep. Obviously, Sam Walsh has a back injury, so we'll be out for the first number of so weeks. Okay. Um, Paddy Cripps. Yeah. Not on my mind at the moment, to be honest. He was very good at the start of last year, and he could do that again. He is the reigning Brownlow medalist, I think. He is indeed. But <laughs> when you have... So she was also coming back from, I think, some kind of surgery, but I think he should be all right. Yep. But we've seen that Stewart can, that Crips can go extraordinarily well without Walsh and Stewart, but when they're back in the side, he dips in form a little bit. Mm -hmm. So that's why I don't trust that. Yeah. Yeah. Who? So, best team? Bulldogs are always up there. They've yes. just lo lost one of their stars in Dunkley. Yeah. But I think they'll still smash out of the park, to be honest. That's true. Well, the top Bulldog is the Bond. The Bont. 639-500 for the Bont. Yeah. Could he be your number one midfielder? He's not in my team at the moment. He could be. But, but I've actually gotten his Bulldog partner, Jack McRae. Now, McRae. last year he was pretty disappointing. However, by disappointing, Jack McRae still managed to average 115. Yeah. Which is still solid. 
he could average 120, 125, especially without Dunkley. He, without Dunkley, I think his role is more secure in that midfield, not playing rock, because they now have English and Lob. Although Lob doesn't like playing rock, but nevertheless. He doesn't like playing rock. Well, he's lost, he's left both of his former teams, Frio and um, uh, Giants, because they play him in the rock, so. But he looks like a ruckman. But he doesn't like playing in the rock. Oh. He likes being the big full forward man. Oh. I see. Yes. Well. Um, what about... So who's your... Is, is Jack McRae your number one midfielder? He's my number two after Oliver. Oh, you got the Clary, of course. You did say that. You've got Clary number one. You've got McRae two. Who's your third? I'm... Obviously, this is team isn't quite, not quite what I want at the moment, but it's getting somewhere. I've got three players, all pretty much 530K, and I will talk about all of them right now. Mm. Tom Green, Chad Warner, Tom Mitchell. Tom Green, Chad Warner. Tom Mitchell. And Titch. Titch. Okay. Titch. I was looking for Titch and then I had to remember that he's now in black and white. Yeah. Um, obviously, going into Collingwood would probably push to go out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, he's not amazing. He, I probably won't end up in my final team, but he's in there at the moment. He's going to have a f- couple of pretty good ruckmen to um, get the ball from, though. At Collingwood? Oh, no. Ossie Cameron? Sorry, he's lost that. It's yeah, going the other way. It. He's gone minus Ruckman. Yeah. He has to make up for the lack of Ruckman. Darcy Cameron. Okay. Um, Forget that. Strike that from the list. Um, Chad Warner. I love the Chad. I just want to put that out there. I love Chad Warner. Um, super coach wise, I had him at the end of the year last year. Yep. 5.30. Most people won't go win him, but as a bit of a pod, I love Chad Warner. I love the Swans. I really want him on my team. Averaging... 96.8 for last year. Yeah. But uh, I think he can average much more because he, if you see him in games, which obviously I watch a lot of him, yep. he just bursts out of the midfield with pace, with power. Yep. If he hits those targets more than last year, yep. then he is a, then he's a chance of going 110, 105, I think. I think Chad was the only one that turned up to last year's grand final for the Swans, wasn't he? Yeah, pretty much. He was he was ranked number one in the grand final. Not of the Swans, but in the grand final. Uh-huh. It was like a one versus 22 at that point. Yeah. Um, and then finally, can I talk about Tom Green a little bit? Yep. Now, Tom Green has his pros and cons. Pros. You've just They've just lost Jacob Hopper and Tim Taranto to both to Richmond, the Giants have. So he's going to be that beast of a play in the midfield, and you've seen he can do that. However, new coach. So mm. um, he's a big body, so I might want to play him up forward and, you know, play some, like, cogs back into the middle, yep. something like that with Josh Kelly and I don't know who else is there for the Giants. Yeah. But who else does the Giants have in the midfield? Like Whitfield back into the midfield maybe? But I highly doubt it. But I think... You need to see how he goes in preseason and what his new role is as a under the new coach. 
and just see where it goes from that point. There's a fairly good player called Josh Kelly that plays in the Giants. There is. I don't want to touch any Giants at the moment. Touching Tom Green's even a bit of a risk. Okay. But, yeah. Well, since you've done all those, I'm going to do three different ones to start. Yes. Yeah. Wait for the forward line? For the, no, the no, midfielders. Okay, midfielders. So I'm going to go the Tuk Tuk. Tuk Tuk. Yes, Tuk was big. 662. Um, wow, Zach Merritt is 617. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. He always performs, Zach uh. Merritt. Uh. But Essendon. Uh. And as well under... Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure where else to... Well, there's, there's always the Lockie Neal. Pretty good. Yes, but Josh, Josh Dunkley as well. I've got another one, Callum Mills for the Swans. I was thinking about Callum Mills, but again, is do I really want? Do I like? I missed the boat last year on Callum Mills. I really want. I I, I kept trying to get onto Callum Mills years ago when he they kept playing, and they said this year he'll be playing in the midfield, and then they'd play him in defence, and this year he'll be playing in the midfield, and they're playing in defence, and so last year they said this year he's going to be playing in the midfield, and once again, I just thought I'll forget it. Third time, third time shy. I couldn't do it, and then he actually did play in the midfield and really scored. But so now I can't actually jump to where the fielders were once, what? where the ball was. So I, I just I'm going to say no. So I'm going to put in the bond. I was just remembering. Yeah, Callum Mills. Mm-hmm. When Swans were getting thrashed by Port Adelaide, mm-hmm. which was not a fun time, mm. he went back. And just scored an absolute shit ton of points, like 68, 168, I think it was, something crazy like that. In a game, 168. 68 or 168? 168. Right. I think. Yeah. But he just scored because he just would go back the extra man, just took marks, took marks, took marks, which he can do. Yeah. But... I always like to look at players that have changed clubs and you think maybe it might do something for them. Yes, that is the usual train of thought. That's why I ticked it on my list, but not sure. Jake O'Meara, 472. O'Meara playing for Frio, right? Playing for Frio. Mm. No, I don't think... I'm not, I, I wouldn't touch him. Maybe no. I okay. want to go for him. No. Okay. There are some other mid-prices yep. I've got on my list. Tell me. Two of the big ones. Jacob Hopper and Nat Fife. 322k... For Jacob, for Jacob Hopper, three thirteen six hundred for Nat Five. Do we? Ha- Does everyone have to have Nat Five this year? I've got both in my team. I think they are. Jacob Hopper can score big, mm-hmm. as we've seen from the Giants last season. Not so much, but mm-hmm. I'm sure that. Not sure, but he, he's like a Will kind of Will Brody type vibe. Not really, but yeah. kind of. Yeah. But I think Hopper and Five, you should have. You don't mm. have to have them, but I think you. I think everyone will have five. Well, not everyone, but most people have five. Yep. He's that kind of player that if you don't have him, or you know, if you do have him and he get and he burns you, he's burned everyone. Yeah. If you do, if you don't have him and he goes well, then you, yeah, you, you you like lost. You're you're too late at that point. So mm. he's just better safe than sorry. Put in that five, and I'm also putting in Jacob Hopper. And you're saying to me that you're not putting in Tom Green? I 
I am at this stage, but it could change depending on what his preseason goes like. Mm. So, I think you've just talked me into putting Tom Green in, and I'm just going with you on Hopper and Fife just because you're telling me. So I'm just finishing off my all right my mids with some rookies. I've got. I need to talk about Hawthorne for a second. Hawthorne. Now, Swans fans are like the Hawks, but they've got some midfield promise. Do they? With O'Meara and Mitchell both leaving, yep. they've got lots of room for some big names. So I'll list out some players who I think could be big. Newcomb, for one. Yep. Usually on ball, has been on ball last season, but we'll get more of the footy with them gone. Mm-hmm. Um, Warden Warple. Mm-hmm. They mm, not huge fans. I'm looking at Newcomb actually. Just put in my team, maybe over a titch. Just obviously he's he's quite a bit cheaper, four seventy eight two hundred, but that's still quite a lot of money for someone who you're unsure on. Could be a watch and see in the preseason. That's my plan for the moment. Um, I've got some interesting. Yes, I've listed some other plays here. What about Carl Amon? He's the top-rated Hawks midfielder from last year. Average, 92.3, 508,000. It's a bit of an awkward price for a midfielder. Yeah, I'm not quite sure, actually, about him. Don't know too much about him. Don't even know where he plays in the midfield, to be honest. I'll go have a look at that. Um, I'm not really sure. I just... They're all watching and see to see who gets that role in the Hawks midfield under Sam Mitchell. I think yep. he's still the coach. Hmm. Okay. Some other m- midfielders. Dom Sheed, similar to Fife and Hopper. Yeah. 332, 300. Hmm. Is that kind of mid pricer option? Uh, how many games did he play last year? One. One game, that's probably why he's so cheap. Injury. Injury. Like that's why I also don't like him. Yeah. I'm scared to go anywhere near West Coast players this year. Yeah, no, I just wouldn't. That's why, that's why Yo's a bit of a risk, but still. I've got some other players who... Horn Francis. Put Adelaide move. Yeah. And a big one. People thought that he'd be much cheaper. Ben Cunnington. See... Mm. People thought he'd be like 300k, but he is 419k, so really awkward price. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not sure about him. Um, Horn Francis. Yes. Horn At Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide. Well, he's not on my list, but he's on a few other lists, so I thought I'd bring him up. Hmm. They needed, I think he's pretty tall, Horn Francis. And they kind of... He's a pretty big unit. They needed that kind of big unit. But he's, a mid, he's a mid-forward. You could put him into the forward line. They have a lot of options in the midfield. Port Adelaide do. But no one big, and that's why Horn Francis is an option. Big players, they ha- they've got little, but they've got Zach Butters, Connor Rosie, Boke and Wines. Yeah. Who are all options. We'll talk about Rosie and Butters yeah. in the forward line, but... Okay. So one big midfielder 
who's quite cheap at the moment, Jack Steele, 604400. He's a decent price, but he's not as much of a steal as most people think. Okay. But he still seems like a solid option. As you know, he can average 120s. He did it season before last. Mm-hmm. He averaged 110 a bit of a dud season. I think I had him for most of the ride until he got injured. But just maybe. He's a maybe. Watch and see. Because obviously the new coach at Saints, I think, and they like to play that. He likes to play his lines. Like he likes to play his tacklers forward of the ball. Yeah. And that doesn't. that's not really what you want for super coach, being a forward. But maybe for Jack Steele. Um, Andrew Brayshaw from Frio. All right. Nothing special. Yeah. I like, gonna? I like the Horn Francis. You like the Horn Francis? I just like people moving clubs. Right. Um, obviously, Will Ashcroft, bit of a lock. 202, 800K. Number, number two rookie, but he's that kind of lock. Midfielder that we had last year, like Dacos, Horn Francis. Yep. Kind of style. Now, should we go into the danger zone? The rock zone? Dun, dun, dun. Now, the big boy rocks this season. Max Gorn, 622-100. Jared Witts, 605-100. Yep. Either of those. Well... Once I remembered who is playing in which team this year, um, why would you have both Max and Brody in the same team as a super coacher? It makes sense. But uh, what's going to happen at Melbourne next year? Max Gorn said that he'd be happy. He's going to be the versatile one. The one who goes forward, goes back in defence, while Grundy's going to be the main ruckman because Grundy's a pure ruckman, but Gorn can mix and, ma- mix and match a bit. So there's no way from that. There's no way that you'd put Max Gorn in your starting lineup. There's starting lineup, yes. However, DPP after six weeks to a forward, say you know Grundy gets injured again. Yep. Max Gorn's much cheaper and is now a forward. Yep. He's almost a lock in that situation. True. True. Now, Jared Witts. But that's but you're not picking him up yet. Not at 622. No, no, no. Jared Witts. Yeah. Last season, I was sleeping on this all night. I was like, who do I go? Do I go Jared Witts or Luke Jackson at that kind of cheapish three, 400K price? I think it was. And I was like, hmm. I ended up going Jackson. Big mistake. Dun, dun, dun. And then I got him out, and then Jackson started going well. So, rocks were a bit of a dilemma last year, and they're even more so this year, I think. I think but I burnt a third of my trades on rocks last year. I know, but I don't want to spend 605k on a ruck who only proved it at the end of last season. Well, he has proved it for the whole season, but that's where he really went well at the end of the season. I just don't trust it. I'm out. I've got something to say to you about Jared Witts. Yes. Who is Ned Moyle? 
the other Gold Coast Ruckman. <laughs> yep. Well, they have Cho. Majib Cho. Former oh. Richmond player. Oh. can't play Ruck, but Jared Witts is the main Ruckman. No other. He's not being disputed by anyone at all. Exactly. There is pretty much every other Ruckman. If you think about it, Timmy English, Lop doesn't want to play Ruck. Okay. Right? Tim English is next down, 581, 100. Yeah. Lob will want to get traded again if he plays Ruck. So uh-huh. Tim English has pretty much got that clear Ruck role unless somehow McRae starts playing there again, which I don't know how that happened. Sounds like you've got Tim English on your side. Sounds like you are correct. Then I'm going to put Jared Witts on my side. <laughs> <laughs> going further down the list, Sean Darcy? Mm-hmm. No. No, I agree. With Luke Jackson coming in, yep. they will pretty much go like like for like kind of thing. If you have a big Ruckman like a Nick Nat yep. or someone like that, yep. sure. But if you have a more agile Ruckman like a Darcy Cameron, you'll put Luke Jackson on him. They'll go like for like. Not really agile, but smaller, more like a, like a Tim English, more on the ball Ruckman. You'll go Luke Jackson, bigger Ruckman. You'll go... Um, Sean Darcy, yeah, and though I was looking at Luke Jackson for a bit, but I've decided against it. Decided against going for Luke Jackson, just because of his uncertainty and if he gets he's a rock time and stuff. But maybe if he has a good preseason, then maybe he could be in my side. How much is uh, Luke Jackson? Luke Jackson is pretty cheap at four fifty five five hundred. Because I've got one thing to say about Sean Dalsey. Ouch. Like, he pretty much, like, looks at a footy field. Yes, true. And gets injured. So, um, whereas, you know, Max Gorn could get injured from time to time, but when Luke Jackson was playing under Max Gorn, they really affected his scores. Whereas, I mean, does Sean Dalsey even swing... Does he even string together like three games last year? Yeah, true. He got injured a lot. But then he comes on. And then he gets a, like, smashes a 120 and Jackson gets a four. Exactly. So that's why I'm thinking someone of a similar price who's in my starting team for 65,900. Okay. Darcy Cameron. Ooh. Number one Ruckman with. Grundy out last season. He came into his own yeah. and did well. Yeah. Um, he's also got the DPP status. Yes, that's why I was thinking of Luke Jackson forward, Dust Cameron Ruck, or like to do that, but mm. decided against it in the end. Mm. But I try and want to, I might want to utilize that DPP. Mm. Okay. Anyone else in the Ruck pique your interest? There's. Um, Riley O'Brien, Nick Natanui, Mark Blakars, Toby Nankervis, Todd Goldstein, Brody Grundy, Rowan Marshall, Raiden Bruce. Those are the other ones. <coughs> Rowan Marshall? Who's the who's the guy that loves Rowan Marshall? The hipster? I think so. But I think he loves the Rowan Marshall. Rowan Marshall was in a lot of people starting eleven until that big thing happened. What was that? Max King injured. Uh-huh. So I think at the start, they will give, put Rowan Marshall into the forward line. Yeah. 
and play like a Tom Campbell in The Rock. But if Nick Haynes, remember Nick Haynes? Yeah. The start of last season did his ACL, no ACL, some kind of, something like that. Um, and if he goes into the forward lineup instead of Max King, though, so really depends on where Earl Marshall will play at the start of the season because if he is first-choice Ruckman, he's a very good pick, although he did burn me last year, but most Ruckman did, so I can't really hold them against me. Yeah. Or them. That's the expression. Look, I really like the look of Darcy Cameron. He's DPP as well. Yes. Um, who else is going to ruck for Collingwood? Braden Cox. Brandon Cox. True. But what? he's got to wear those glasses and he no, can't no, see sorry. the ball properly. Mason Cox. Yeah. He can't, he can't yeah. tap because he's got those glasses on. Um, I'll just ignore Mason Cox for now. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I assume team anyone else in the rock you want to talk about we are oh two other players lloyd meek scott lysett lloyd meek 431 100 i was big on him for a little bit but they still have ned reeves who did a solid job at the end of last season when ben when ben mcavoy was injured or just not playing Mm -hmm. so i think i'm gonna avoid him especially at 431 100 if he was 300k i think he would probably be in my side but at 431 yeah. Now, Scott Lysett, he can go well. He can go pretty big. However, he played four matches last season. And um, Sam Hayes, I think it was. Oh, no, not Sam Hayes. Um, Tickle. Um, He was big on him at the end of the season. He only played two matches, but he he was big. Um the port coach, forget his name sometimes. He was big on Teagle. And I think he'll probably split Ruck Judy with Scotty Lysett. Yeah. And that will affect his score. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. I think I'm going to go Jared Whitson, Darcy Cameron. Darcy Cameron, another former Swan. Yeah. Was never one of my favourites, though. I didn't jinx him. Um, let's move to the forwards, Osk. Let's do that. I think the one forward who's been in everyone's team for a long, long time, many years, Josh Dunkley, is a lock for me. Really? Yes, especially now that he's moving to um, Brisbane, if, you know, Oki Neal cops a tag, which he does a lot. Yeah. Josh Dunkley swoops in and racks up those points. Yeah. I don't see many reasons to not get him. Because he performed with a McRae, Bontempelli midfield. Yeah. He can perform with a Neil midfield as well. The only reason that I would say that you might not get him... Is the price tag? Is he still a forward? He's still a forward forward. He's a mid-forward. He's a forward forward. He plays in the middle, though. He could be a forward forward at Brisbane. We don't. What, what are Brisbane's plan for him? True. But... I think if unless he plays pretty much only forward in the preseason, yep. I think he's in my team. Fair enough. You just take him there. Are you gonna take him at F one? No. 
Not for 596k. I feel like it's... You're not taking him. Wow. I'm not going to take him. Um, Canilio. Mm. 557 does not interest me at all. Mm-hmm. Same as Heaney. Mm. Even though it's just one. Mm-hmm. No. Now we get to the juicy ones. Zach Butters. That's pretty juicy. I think you need a... You don't need to, but you should have one of Zach Butters and Connor Rosie. Okay. I've got Connor Rosie over Zach Butters. I think he's he just performed better, Connor Rosie. I think even though he averaged three less, I just think that when he played in that midfield, yeah, which I think he will play in the upcoming season unless Horn Francis takes that spot. I guess you're saving also fifteen thousand six hundred dollars. Yes. It's not that much, but it can mean a little bit. <laughs> True. Um, they look they look identical. They're both port power. They're both mid-forward. Yeah. There are four spots between them on the list. Interesting. Um, Dylan Moore, half-forward, got some, I think it was tackles that he survived on mostly. Yep. Not really interested. Tommy Hawkins, always in the top ten. I like a tackler. Yeah, but as a half forward. You get lots of points for tackling. But I know he's a half forward. Okay. The forward is what kind of a small Do you want a full forward? forward? Do you want a big full forward? I you can put Buddy in there if you want. I want a midfielder. Right. Fair enough. I will definitely put him in my side then because you don't like him. Yeah. Jeez, what is with this? <laughs> Um, Tommy Hawkins, big full forward, always in the top ten. This is the no. not not smart swans. You are. This is yeah. You said what is this? This is, this is the not smart swans team. Right and yeah, it's not, not smart. Not smart. Right. Yeah. Um, I assume you're also going for for Zach Butters over Connor Rosie then. I was looking at Zach Butters. I I quite like the look of that actually. I better do that. Zach Butters and five twenty nine four hundred. I know you're gonna um like this one. What's Tim that? Tim Taranto. Move clubs to Richmond. <sighs> yep. yep. Is he going to be the next Dusty? No, no. There's only one Dusty. True. Yeah, I don't know. Is that going to be the next Dusty? Yep. Um, uh, he's, he's got a well, Dusty. Well, I hope he's not the next look. Dusty because Dusty does really, really well as super coach in the finals. Yeah. Same with Petraga. Yeah. Um. Tim Taranto, he's in my team. I just think, yeah, he could do something. Um, Besides that, mm. obviously, Darcy Cameron, Luke Jackson can both play there. Yeah. I've got a, I've got some lists here. I'll see if I've got any mid-prices. Um, Cunnington 5. Oh, yes. I've got a spring on name for you. Someone who is a swanee in the forward line. I'm going to guess. Should I guess? Yeah, go guess. Paps. Yes. The plumber. The CBAs, he always starts in the middle of the bat, like at the start of each quarter, I think it is. Did he start the season in the midfield? I don't think so. It was I only midway through the season. Near to the end, he just wasn't playing there in the midfield. 
but he always got started at the center bounce for most quarters. Yeah. Now, Swan did he do? Did he do anything there? Did he get any points? A few. Yeah. Like averaging eighty point three is a small forward. He's not just being a small forward. Yeah. Right, because otherwise he wouldn't average eighty point three. Yeah. You're obviously doing something right. Yeah. So. Just to look out, but four forty one eight hundred k is a bit too expensive. If we're going to choose a Swan. Forward midfielder. You know who I'm going to go for? Errol Gordon. Oh, Errol. I will give anything just to be like him. 472. Average just uh, four more points than, than, than the plumber. So I, I think I'll go with, with, uh, with Errol on that He's one. And it's also got DPP. True, true DPPs. You love a good DPP. Now, here are some different names, some lower mid prices. Two of them. Numero one, Tarrant Thomas. Oh. You haven't heard that name in a while, have you? No. Oh, Tarrant, not Tarrant. Tarrant Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, mid forward. Yep. 10 matches last season, average 50, 53.7. Mm-hmm. Some people are big on him, like his role is going to change, he's going to go back to how he scored in the past. No, he's just, no. I'm not I'm not interested in whatsoever in Taron Thomas. Okay. Are you looking at Taron Thomas? No. no I, I don't, don't know, know who he is. You don't know who Taron, wow. Who is Taron Thomas? Hang he on, was North Melbourne. North kind of... North Melbourne kind of legend, not really legend. Okay, no. He's a North Melbourne, he was a North Melbourne player, kind of half retired. I think did he retire? He may have retired and come back like mm-hmm. with Donovan Woody mm-hmm. um, and Shane Mumford. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he played 10 games last season. People are hoping for a bit of a like reemergence. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's a word, but. I don't think. Taron Thomas is super coach relevant. I think he yeah. is. He plays a role. Still small forward. Um, I could be completely wrong, but he's not what I would choose. Now, I've got one who I think will be in lots of people's team. Who that? Oh, I spelled his name wrong. Toby McLean. Toby McLean. He's one seventy eight nine hundred. Mm-hmm. He's cheap, and you know he can perform well in the finals and near the end of last season. I think he went pretty well. He played in that midfield, kind of pushed. He was. I think he might be taking on that Dunkley role, right? Which would be, he didn't play any games last season. He was injured. There's still an like injury risk, but when he played in the finals, I think. Wait, did he play games last season? I don't think he did. Yeah, no. He didn't play any games last season. In the finals, he was brought in, played well, was a good player. I think he could be taking on that dunk roll. Even if he averages 90 or 85 at 178, 900, he's a bit of a lock for me. That is very true. That's true. Um... I've got here that he didn't even play at all last year. Yes, except for the finals, mm. where he brought in and played well. Mm. So there is injury risk. Mm. 
But I think, I think, yeah, I think I should, I would go for him. I've got some other talking points here. Okay. The new Medisub rule. Tell me, what happens? So at any point in time, a team can now use their Medisub. So the player doesn't even have to be injured. It's no longer a Medisub, it's just a sub. So at any point in time, you'll just have a player who's able just to be subbed off. Like one player subbed off permanently and a new player subbed on. Okay. So. Which is what we used to have before. Back in yes. 2012, I think they had that. I remember that because Luke Parker had his the green vest on in the AFL Grand Final that I watched. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Um, So, yeah, the Meditab rule, I think... It's not good for super coach. Not good for rookies. Not good for rocks. Oh, yep. Rookies one, two are going to be subbed on and off. See, on is a big thing. Because if you have a super coach like a rookie who's not playing, yep. or even like a loophole. So you, you've got Ashcroft in your team. You've paid 202000 for him. He gets brought on at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Or just Scores an excellent 30 and his price doesn't change. Yeah, or you have someone, yeah, just like who, who's brought off at halftime or something because they're not performing yep. for another player. And then, boom, their price goes down or, you know, stays the same. Yep. So that's a big risk and it's not a fun thing. <sighs> yep. That's, that's uh, I mean, do, I'm wondering, do the, when, they, when they make these rules, are they thinking about the important people here who play Supercoach? Not at all. No. No one thought, how rude. Mm. Do you think maybe they're wondering, they're worried about the welfare of the players? Maybe a little bit. That's annoying. Yeah. So, another big thing. Yeah. 24 rounds in the AFL now. Yeah. With four bye rounds. Mm. And rather than being normal. Four bye rounds. Yes. Rather than being normal, the AFL decides they have, it used to be 666. Yeah. They decided to go with a 4266 structure. Hmm. So, first by rounds, Brisbane, Saints, Sydney, Dockers. So when, what round is this? That the first one starts in round 12 to round 15. Round 12 to round 15. And this is the big one. You want to try and pack in pretty much as many Saints, sorry, Suns and Cats players as you can. Mm. They've only got, they're the two. Round 13 buys as Suns and Cats. So you need to try and get in your Tom Stewart's, your Tuke Miller's, your Jared Witz's, who I've just said both no to Tuke Miller and Jared Witz, but they're the kind of players you want in your team. Then round 14, Adelaide, Collingwood, Hawks, Bombers, Melbourne, Eagles. Yeah. Then round 15, Carlton, North, Port Adelaide, Bulldogs, Giants, Richmond. The yep. structure of your super coach teams. Okay. The classic was three premiums, three rookies in the in the um in the defense and forward line. The rucks you go the pretty much two top rucks and then you'd go five premiums or four premiums and then four or three rookies in the in the midfield. However, 
with all these mid prices coming around, my current structure is two primos, one mid price, th- three rookies in the defense. Yep. I've got five primos, one mid price, uh, two rookies in the midfield. One primo, and then Darcy Cameron is a mid pricer in the rocks. Three primos, one mid pricer, two rookies. Cannon McLean is a rookie in the forward line. So structure is very different. It will look very different. However, as I, many people, including myself actually, will underestimate, sorry, will overestimate the rookies, not the rookies, the mid prices potential. Last season was all about the mid prices. I think that's gone to people's heads because I've got many mid-prices in my team, but sound like a hopper or a fife, they could be duds, but everyone was amazing mid-price-wise last year. So that's true. You had to have them all last year or you were in trouble. Well, I currently have three Defender Primos. No mid-pricer. Yeah. Five, four midfield Primos. One mid-pricer. You're saying Cameron's a mid pricer in the ruck? Maybe, or premium mid price at like. 465,900. Because usually you'd go like, you know, you go the Wit and Gorn, you'd go the top two. Most yeah. expensive for the Gorn and Gun, the Gorn and Grundy. And then the other one is the. I've got, currently got three primo forwards. Now, just looking again at my forwards, I've realised that the one thing I haven't got, which I said I was going to do, which I always forget. Is I haven't got a mid, I haven't got a swing with Cameron, so I need to yeah. look at. Well, I've got. I always have no mid forwards, and I'm always relying on my rookies, which I think I need to put some into my team's pretty rough. But next episode, we will have our teams, and we will go through them, explaining our picks, okay. trying to convince each other to go otherwise. Yep. Should we sign off? Yep. Let's uh, say thank you for joining us on off the bench Oscar it's been great thank you everyone do you think anyone's still listening could be fingers crossed we'll, we'll see you next week we're going to have our teams actually locked in I might have a few changes before then yes I think you should is waning is this entertaining our patience is waning